Hi folks, welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack with myself, Dave Anderson, um, author and contributor at the Serverless Age and a technical fellow of Lazara Voice. Uh, Mark McCann, uh, author and contributor at Serverless Age and uh, architect at Globalization Partners. And Michael O'Reilly, uh, architect at Globalization Partners and contributor with the Serverless Age. Hello. Good stuff. So this is our, our last chat about the AWS um, well-architected framework. This is the big one. What's your favorite pillar? So over the past five episodes, six episodes, we've went over the the well-architected framework from um, AWS. And just to kind of a quick kind of recap, um, like we all think this is a fantastic framework, and it's a whole thing is about. They say it's a bit like a, your workload's a bit like a physical building. If the foundation is not sol solid, it may cause structural problems that undermine the integrity and function of the building. So you need to look at all these six pillars for your workloads um, and that's what you do to effectively produce you know sound and stable systems yeah mm -hmm. so the first one is kind of operational excellence i've got some blur up here it's the ability to run and monitor systems to deliver business value and continually improve support and processes and procedures so that's a good one um, security it's the ability to protect information systems and assets while delivering business value through the risk assessments and mitigation strategies. Reliability, the ability of a system to recover from infrastructure or service failures. Um, acquire computing resources to meet demand and mitigate disruptions such as misconfigurations or transient network issues. Uh, then performance efficiency, the ability to use compute resources effectively to meet system requirements and maintain efficiency. Cost optimization, the ability to avoid or eliminate unneeded cost. And then sustainability, guidance on how AWS can help you reduce your footprint, best practice to improve the sustainability of your workloads. So there's six really solid pillars there, which are good crack to kind of talk through, but the moment of truth arrives, I think Michael ask you first, what Ooh. is your favorite pillar? Um, they're all my favorite. No. There you uh, go. No, I, if I had to go back to one, I, I always go back to the first one. You know, it's the first one and all the, you know, the, the well-architected reviews and when you go through the tool, but operational excellence. Um, and the reason I like this one is because I'm a big fan of like continuous improvement and, you know, getting yourself in a sustainable way of working, you know, like, so how do you, how do you learn from failure? Um, you know, how do you react to certain things? You know, how do you have visibility of everything around you? And I think if you can kind of assemble that that apparatus and, and those behaviors, then you can really begin to eat into the other pillars, you yeah. know, like, so, uh, for example, you know, operational excellence gets into, well, how do you observe something's working in production or something's failing in production? Something's failing in production, how do you, how do you deal with it? Um, you know, do you do you have run books? Do you have playbooks? You know, what's your playbook say about this this scenario? And so I think it's 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 a it's a it's a fundamental and it's a core one, but it's it's where I start. So if I'm going to a new new team or a new area, whatever, I'll always start with operational excellence yeah. and get. Uh, and again, it's consistency. You know, I think this one is very consistent across all squads and all parts of the organization. So if you want to start starting that one, so I at I probably have to say that's probably my favorite because I know it so well. Um, you know, and I rely on it. Very good. Um, hey Mark, what about you? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, so I'll probably, you know, like Mike, uh, they're all 
um, very good and very strong pillars. But I think um, my favourite now is the new one, the sustainability pillar. I think it. Um, if you have all the other um, things in place, the sustainability pillar will really drive home, you know, um, drive you to that next level. I think if you're trying to deliver a sustainable solution, you can't um, do that without having a good handle on the other five pillars. So I think um, sustainability and the sustainability pillars and the questions within it um, are really a forcing function for all of the good practices and processes and architectural sort of choices that um, that the other pillars sort of contain. So especially us with, a, with our serverless first mindset and approach, I think it lends itself to to the sustainability pillar as well. So yeah, I think sustainability is, a, is, is probably my favorite now. Also, you know, we want to make sure that the, we uh, we leave the, the world in a better place than what we found it. So if we don't deliver sustainable uh, workloads, especially with the, the exponential growth of you know, compute devices and things moving into sort of the digital era, if we don't deliver uh, them in a sustainable way, uh, that's not going to be good for the for the the, the long term health of the pla- the planet and and the people on it. Yeah, very good, very good. And so, um, what's mine? I was going to cheat there and pick three, but <laughs> the the three I'm thinking about are security, reliability, and cost optimization. And the reason why I like those three is because they're things that usually a different team does. And if a team thinks they're really good and they do one of those pillars, they realize there's a whole bunch of stuff they never even thought about that actually is their responsibility. But the, the most shocking one, and that is probably cost optimization. Most teams don't really think about cost. There's usually an IT manager somewhere who does it, and you know it just magically happens in the background. But when you start asking teams about how do they monitor control their cost and optimize for cost, it really spins their head. It, it's like, whoa, hang on a minute. So I, I, I like the, the the shock that that gets and also the fact that it's real money. And if you make a tweak, you can actually save your organization money. It's, it's As I say, it's, it's green dollars, it's not pretend money. So yeah. I, I always enjoy when teams are connected back to reality. Mm. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think that with, with the the carbon score tool coming coming online soon, hopefully, um, that same sort of conversation can happen now about what's your carbon score? Do you know what yeah. your what your sustainability footprint is and i'm looking forward to that as well for the exact same reasons because it'll 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 allow us to ask better questions of teams around yeah. uh, all the other things and I, as you as you used to say mark your 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 architecture is your cloud bill so it's 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 a it's a i always thought that was a great question when a team tell you about this fantastic thing that you built and you just say how much does that cost <laughs> that levels everything um if it's in the thousands you're like mm, okay um, so another thing about the well-architected pillar is like I know the way AWS will often do this is they'll come out and do like almost like an audit, which I think is is a, is a good service. Yeah. But they also talk about the self-service option that you use it yourself, and the way we've used it a number of times is almost like what I'd call like a self-help tool for teams. Yeah. Yeah. Let the teams use the pillars as good practice to see where they would like to improve. So it's designed as um, like a, a, a support function for the teams and not a, a, a judgment thing for the organization. No. Yeah, you got to, you got to, yeah, that's absolutely, it's a safe space. It's it's very conversational and, you know, helps you set goals and um, 
you know, and uh, it connects it connects teams together as well. I think you know there'll be certain teams that do certain things well, and others that kind of want to aspire to that. So yeah. it's awesome for that sort yeah. of thing as well. Yeah, and community. yeah, and we've written about this quite a lot. I think and make you a couple of articles out there on on the server mm-hmm. edge around this. You know, it needs to be a whole team exercise. It needs to be a collaborative, facilitated exercise that is yeah. done um, not once and done, but uh, you know, pretty regularly. Over, over time and it can't be used to judge teams or, or beat teams with it's got to be to help enable them with better information better questions to ask and then empower them to actually improve along use those way. use those milestones yeah i think there's an interesting thing that i, I find with this people go um what's what does what's compliant what what's what what's the mark that you passed as a well architect and you go no 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 yeah. one person's um good in security, one team's good in security, might be another team's bad because yep. it depends on the workload and what the yep. requirement is. So it's not the fact that this is what's good enough. It's the fact that how confident do you feel that you meet your requirements and every workload has different requirements. So that's the way you need yep. to think of it. So yep. as, as you can't really judge a team. You can ask a team to say, are you happy that you've done what you need to do and the, the, pill, the, the framework helps you? Yeah, I think there's a there's a great question. I think you use it quite a lot, Dave. Is you know, is your is your solution well architected? And just just listening to what the team say in response gives you a good idea of you know where, where they're at on their on their journey. And maybe we end with, with our, our famous saying that we used to use all the time is um are you well architected? It's like when the doctor asks you, Do you get your five a day? You can either say, um, no, you're being honest, saying I, I don't. You say, yes, I do, but I use fruit pastels instead of fruit. You're lying to the doctor. Or you say, yes, and you're, you're informed and you're educated. Um, we all know what five a day means, five portions of fruit and veg. So you, you don't lie to the doctor. It's only yourself, you're kidding. It's the same with the architected. Yeah. You ask a team of architects, they either say, no, we have work to do, or yes, we are. Or when the fun starts, they try and kind of um, pull the wool over your eyes. That's when it gets interesting. You can go, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's defensive. the crack. Oh, going ahead there. So I was going to say, there's no point being defensive, as you say. It's kind of safe space, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's your own workload. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's the crack. That was the um, the well architected. That was great crack. I enjoyed that. So yeah. um, you can see the our blogs on the serverlessedge.com. Um, we have Twitter on at Serverless Edge, and we've also got the YouTube and podcast. So please give us a like, subscription, follower, or whatever. Thanks very much. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Bye.